Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome back to the Ransom Heart podcast. I really appreciate you joining us today. We are very deep into a really exciting series. It's uh, based on our newest release, 10 Years in the Making, the Wild at Heart Bootcamp Platinum Collection. This next resource is really cool. We're going to take you to a sample of it. Uh, uh, quite a number of years back, we did a recording um, featuring John and Craig and Bart on Fighting for the Hearts of Your Children. Eight years after that recording, they went back into When the... we first did this, you were 14. <laughs> <laughs> now look at you. He's, oh got my a, goodness. he's got a minivan. Somebody come to he's, my defense. He's got hey, a minivan. My wife has a minivan. He's got a minivan and two kids. Yeah, so... My wife has a minivan. Yeah, you... So we've got... So we've got... <laughs> great teaching that when I first heard this, I actually was... Um, a soon-to-be parent. I didn't even have kids. And it totally, totally transformed my paradigm on what it means to parent children. To this day, I can remember being in that session. And then the conversation these guys did, uh, boy, it was just phenomenal. Eight years to hear their reactions. Craig, um, what comes up for you when you think about this resource? Um, right now, I'm just focused on you and your minivan. But uh, <laughs> as I think about the resource, yeah, it was a remarkable time, actually, Morgan. It was, um, I think it was emotional for us to listen to what we said eight years ago when all our children were in different stages. And then now as as a grandpa and as fathers of older children and with you with the young children, it, it was um, a very reflective – wonderful kind of sentimental time mm-hmm. and and just knowing how God has worked. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. And as a young parent, you know, my kids are six and three. And I think what this teaching so powerfully did for me was to show me what it looks like to mm-hmm. fight for the heart mm-hmm. of my children, my son as a boy, my daughter mm-hmm. as a girl. You know, I go to the park and I I see these other parents and see other parents in in the schools of my kids and I realize I'm surrounded with some really good folks Mm -hmm. and yet without the tools Mm -hmm. to understand what's at stake and what is set in the heart of a little boy and a little girl and how to nourish that and foster it and call it forth, um, I think I would have been uh, largely misdirected. Mm -hmm. So this teaching was huge for me and uh, we want to bring you guys a sample of it today. So I think you're going to enjoy this. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way they should go. Not in the way you want them to go, but in the way they should go. There is a design in their heart. There are desires, dreams, hopes, fears, wounds, and your mission is their heart. I mean, honestly, I'm embarrassed to admit how frequently I forget that, just forget it, just completely space it out. And instead, I think for most men, it feels more like a battle just to get them in line. You know, a battle just to get them to behave. So I want to start with this thought. 
What is the Christianity you are inviting them to? Really, think about this for a moment. What is the Christianity that you are inviting your children into? A few weeks ago, we did a sacred romance conference in St. Louis, and the kind of breakout room for us to just go back and debrief and process together during the the various uh, breaks in the conference was a Sunday school room downstairs in the children's wing of a very large, very successful evangelical church. I was down there by myself at one point, just kind of sorting through some thoughts, getting some rest, and I looked on the wall, and the Sunday school teacher had put up a little poster, and it said, How to Make God Happy. And point number one on the poster was, Sit Still. Point number two on the poster was, be quiet. I'm not making this up. Point number three on the poster was, obey quickly. And down below what was quite a list of rules, the last thing says, or you will be given a trip to the hall with the teacher. What's the message? What is the Christianity they are inviting those children to? Is it freedom? And life? Because if that's not what you're inviting them to, you're not inviting them to Christianity. You're inviting them to something else. Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that Christ sets you free. John 10.10, I have come that you may have life. Isaiah 61, the central ministry of Christ. I want to heal and set free. If it is not freedom and it is not life, it is not Christianity. And that can just be a a guide, an overall theme to the way we parent. What is it that we are inviting our children into? A friend of mine took his daughter uh, out to dinner. She told me the story. Uh, I know both of them. But she was um, telling me that for years, she's, she's a grown woman now. She's 26, 27. For years, all she's craved is her dad's attention. All she's wanted is five minutes of his time. And he invited her out to dinner. She was thrilled. She was so full of expectation. She had given him the sacred romance earlier in the year, and she was hoping, maybe, maybe, you know, that he would be coming for her heart. He sat down, and he brought the sacred romance. Sat down at the table, had a sacred romance there. But he also brought his daytimer. And uh, as the meal got started, he opened his daytimer, and he said, I want to review the goals that we have set for you this year. She said, through tears, I wanted to scream and run out of the restaurant. You see, that whole story has been one of control. And I want you to go in the way I think you should go. There's nothing about what's the unique dignity and design that God's put in your heart. I want to know you. I want to discover that. And I will fight all of hell for it. I want to see you healed. I want to see you glorious. And I want to see you free. What is the Christianity, what is the style of parenting that we're inviting our children to? 
Last night I said, it is a dangerous thing to take your question to your wife, to look to her for validation, or to any woman. But friends, it is also dangerous to take your question to your children. I realize that most of our fears as fathers is because we feel that they're the verdict on us, right? And they have to turn out a certain way and do a certain thing, look a certain way, act a certain way because it is a reflection on us. You can't take your question to your children. You cannot put on them the burden of your validation. I mean, how many of you are living out the dreams of your parents, not your dreams? You know, I told you the story of the the man who is a doctor and never wanted to go to medical school, but it was his father's desire for him. He wanted to do something else. And the young man that went to engineering school, because that was his father's desire for him, but he wanted to be a musician. And on and on it goes. It is about their heart. Okay, so we pulling off of this the burden of our own validation. Let's look at what it means to go after their heart, to invite them to a Christianity that is freedom and life, that is intimacy and beauty and adventure. That's what it is. It was several years ago, and it was a Easter morning. And we were trying to get everybody ready for church. And you know what that's like. You know, it's the pressure, the tension, and somebody doesn't have a shoe, and somebody shows up in a shirt you don't like on, and, right? And there's tension between me and Stace, and all that's going on. And, and I mean, it's just building. And I mean, there is no joy. There is no <laughs> peace. There is no happiness, right? But we are going to church. <laughs> it's, it's horrifying. It's appalling. And thank God, in the midst of it, I just went, time out, time out, we are not going. We are not going. We are off. Go put on whatever it is you want to wear today. We are not going to go do church. Forget it. Because the purpose of the Sabbath was what? Rest. Rest, Which means if at the end of your Sunday experience... If you are not rested, you broke the Sabbath by going to church. No, gentlemen, there's the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. And if you pressure your kids, force your wife, get that family in line, and you're in your pew, you have broke the Sabbath. Because that's not its purpose. It's not to sit down, be quiet, right? Shut up and obey. The purpose of the Sabbath is restoration. That's why he gave it to man. Right. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Jesus said that. Right? Oh, that's right. And that was when he and his friends were walking through the fields eating, right, the the grain. Okay? And they're like, whoa, whoa, hang on, time out. This is way outside our boundaries. You are not doing what's expected on Sunday, Saturday in their case. Right? He said, you guys don't get this. You just don't get it. It's about freedom. And it's about life. That's what we want to invite our children into. That's the Christianity we want to give them. And that is the kind of parenting that we want to offer, the style. If we see it now as a battle for their heart, it will cast so much light on this. We want to be powerful as men. You are. You are. Both little boys and little girls look 
to dad for their validation. It is the father that bestows gender identity on both boys and girls. Now mom, mom is the fount of mercy and tenderness, right? Of the beauty and the mystery of God. That's Eve. And so when the boys, you know, hurt themselves, who do they run to? You know, when he's got a skinned knee, when she's hurt her finger, who do the kids run to? Mom, for mercy, right? But when they want validation, when they want to know who they are, the little girl asks her daddy, am I lovely? And the little boy asks his daddy, am I powerful? That's your role, is to answer their question a thousand times. Words, actions, time, involvement. You are looking for the surfacing of the question, and you're looking for those moments and those opportunities to say yes. As we mentioned earlier, this is really just a very small sample of a larger resource on fighting for the hearts of your children. But in this teaching, John covers um, a whole spectrum of components of fighting for the hearts of your children, even if they're grown children, they're adult children. And a lot of us are on the other side of parenting, and not all of that went really well. And so there are ways that we've all wounded our children. If you have them, you've wounded them. And uh, ways that this teaching really helps to shape what to do with that and how to bring Mm -hmm. that to God and how to seek the restoration that's available and that we all long for. Yeah. Really good, helping me as a parent with my children and then as a child with my parent. Exactly. Mm. And as a grandparent now that you're getting quite old. Yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. (laughs) So if you enjoyed this, go to RansomHeart.com. Get Fighting for the Hearts of Your Children, the whole resource. While you're at it, dive into the Wilded Heart Boot Camp Platinum Collection. And you won't be disappointed. You can find that at RansomHeart.com slash Platinum Collection. Good job, Sonny.